Cafeteria Talk, the podcast we talk about any and everything, just like the day hanging out the table with your boys, your girls, and all the homies. What's up, y'all boys? It's your boy Quattro. I'm back on the mic. Who I got over here to my computer screen head? Uh? Oh, it's your boy Slicker Robin. There's definitely no introduction needed because we are back and we are here. We are feeling fresher than ever. Let's get to it. Absolutely, man. How you been? You good? How, how's life, bro? Oh, pretty cool. Um, was able to come back home for a couple of days. Um, I had an appointment, but I was able to see family, see my nephew. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, he's getting bigger. Uh, got to meet um, got to meet pretty dope dude. Um, Matt Lentz from Miss Marvel. Me and my brother met him yesterday. That was pretty cool. Nice. He just was nice, in. The, nice. He was at. He put up to the comic book store and was taking f- pictures and photos and signing autographs. That was dope. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been chilling, man. Just um working, grinding, eating. You know, you know how that is. Um oh, yeah. oh, but real quick, man, let me do a little bit of business here at the top of the show. You if you happen to follow us on Instagram, you can find us on at Cafeteria Talk Official. Um you can find us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. Um, if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, feel free to give us five-star ratings and reviews. Help us get that organic exposure so we can be seen and make more content for you, the people. But today is our very special monthly little thing we do on this show, Cafeteria Talk Revelation, where we break down the WWE, the World Wrestling Entertainment's premium live event of the month, and this month, it's a premiere show that they do money in the bank but before we get into the show and all of that great stuff that happened last night um let's get into some major wrestling news uh slick rob Vince mcmahon steps down amid sexual misconduct allegations stephanie mcmahon his daughter steps up as the interim ceo and chairwoman your thoughts mm, uh thoughts I kind of saw this coming a tad well like when when there was rumors coming out that something was getting was going on with Vince McMahon um there was and Stephanie had just went on vacation or said she was taking a break um right I was like well if this gets out of hand she's probably gonna have to come back or Triple H is to help run the show and Triple H was like he's gonna go back with working with his NXT people. So I'm like, well, Stephanie's going to have to come back and ride the ship if this stuff gets out of hand. And then like, um, I think it was like two weeks later, I saw the news about Vince and I was, well, I actually saw them from ESPN first. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. And then, uh, yeah, they was like Stephanie. And then like a day later, it's like Stephanie McMahon's coming back to run. I was like, mm, makes sense. Um, Because Triple H can't piggyback from NXT and WWE at the same time. Plus, um, He's kind of he kind of just really wants to focus with the NXT people. So I was like, yeah. So Stephanie coming back. What I honestly also thought of Shane for a second. Honestly, Shane too. Mm. But yeah. Shane's Shane's being a family man. Shane Shane likes to be a family man for a few years, then come back, make a cameo, then dip. <laughs> so yeah. Nice, 
Yeah, so I'm not too surprised. Hopefully, all this stuff gets cleared out with Vince McMahon. Um, also, yeah. one funny I mean, thing. Oh, go whoa, what was about? Oh my god. Oh yeah. So some people brought back like the when that whole thing broke about Vince McMahon, people brought back the pipe bomb that CM Punk did because that happened not too long. It kind of happened along the same like around this same time, like 11 years ago when Punk had his pipe bomb. 12 years you don't know 11 years ago and so some people were saying that whole thing with vince mcmahon's like um before they cut off his mic he was going to say stuff about vince mcmahon that was actually what he was about to say actually is not about these sexual allegations it was about how vince mcmahon they they were trying to say how punk called it but punk he did call it but he didn't call it because he was going to talk about vince mcmahon technically used to bully his um workers into doing stuff not sexually harassing them so it's kind of like not a, it's along the same lines but not exactly along the same lines but kind of right. punk, punk did kind of call that back in the day though right um, the company i mean go to shit yeah when i uh when i heard the news i just was like hey you know another white man has got another which white man has been caught you know with his hand in the cookie jar yet again so i wasn't really surprised that like Vince McMahon, you know got roped into to something like this um, or not got roped in like he did it himself like he definitely uh if he if he did it like you know he did it to himself nobody you know put his hand in the cookie jar but like it just was um i was like wow we're we gonna enter an era where vince mcmahon's not like the face of wwe and stuff like that um but you know i hope there's justice for all like it for the uh alleged victims and all that stuff and so um yeah, it just was interesting. I love that, like, I do like like that the family is still apart, though. Like, you know, Stephanie McMahon is going to take over. Of course, that's his daughter. Um, and I'm sure, like, if if it comes to where, like, you know, Vince McMahon has to, like, fully step away from WWE, Shane McMahon, you know, I will most likely step up. And, you know, we could see an era, you know, a new era for WWE. Um, and, you know, it, it does, it does kind of, you know, suck for the on the wwe side that you know they're losing a juggernaut like vince mcmahon but hey if, if he like i said if he did what they say he did you know he's got to face the consequences and go sit down somewhere but um yeah enough on that next up um and i i really hope this doesn't have anything to do with what we just talked about but uh sasha banks has silently uh, uh seemingly it's been silently released from wwe mm-hmm. uh what are your thoughts on that um it's about time for well, not in a bad way. I was a bit. I'm of course we both love Sasha Banks. You know, one of my favorite <laughs> big fans, big fans. One of my favorite female wrestlers, even dating back to when she was in NXT. God, I, I see why I was in love with light skinned women when she went to NXT. Anyway, um, she's been trying. I guess she's been trying to leave for a while, but Vince kept was able to rope. I don't know how to get her back, but she's tried to leave WWE like twice in the past four years. So yeah. that was crazy to hear. But I'm just happy. I'm happy for her. I'm bummed that I may not be able to see her in the ring again, um, WWE mm-hmm. ring. Um, but uh, I'm happy that she's happy. Like that she's she probably wasn't having a good time, um, and all that. So yeah, like I'm just it sucks. But as long as she's comfortable within herself and she's happy with what she's got going on, because she has other venues she can go to. Um, so I'm just happy that she's you know she feels maybe she feels comfortable with herself to be out of that i guess that environment finally absolutely yeah um nah i really i hope it like i said i hope it has nothing to do with vince mcmahon and the things going on on that side of things um but 
honestly, if she's been trying to leave this many times in the last four years, like obviously she deems something at that work environment, you know, toxic or whatever. And she's a very, she's a very like good talent that they like for them. Like she's, she's damn near like top of the game in women's wrestling period. So it's like, um, you know, keep her happy, do, do it, do what she needs done and go from there. But um, I hope that like, cause Naomi's not, so like i really hope that you know because a lot of people said that sasha banks had like manipulated her into you know walking out you know when they were tag team champions and that whole thing i hope that's not the case because as much as i love Naomi, she's not as big as a star as sasha banks and like her kind of entering the free agent portal so to speak you know definitely opens a lot of lucrative doors for sasha more so than it does for naomi um and so I hope that like that in, in in that way it doesn't affect Naomi too bad. But uh, I hope that WWE and you know especially with Vince stepping away, which you know I suspect was a was a larger part of why. And uh, Johnny Ace, um, he also was kind of a part of these allegations as well. He stepped down, and so um, you know with those two you know guys gone, you know maybe that could be like all right, Sasha. All right, maybe I'm maybe I'm entertaining coming back. Maybe I'm entertaining you know taking the title back on and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to skip this one. We'll, come at, we'll hit that one at the end. Um, John Cena's 20th anniversary. Uh, I know that's, that's your boy. Anything you wanted to mention on, on, the, on the Cena Nation leader coming back? It was dope to see it. Um, I wasn't able to catch it live, but I saw the highlights and ran it back. Um, it was dope seeing my guy back and um, rocking, rocking a really cool shirt. Probably one of my favorite shirts I've actually seen by Cena. Um, Fact seeing him back collaborating just being and he's like and it proves him coming back just showed what wwe was missing and um because he's all about the people like he's um yeah what made people like him and people like rock so special and why they're going to consider be considered one of the greatest of all time is how they connected with the people he was all about the kids all about the people all about the fans like he literally did his job and um i was it was so good to see him you know grew up, we both grew up watching him um he's my guy and i was it was glad to see him back um also glad that he's not retiring yet he's not hanging up the mm. not the boots hanging up the shoes yet and the jorts so they're going to be definitely making a comeback probably against well we'll talk about that later probably against austin theory sometime soon hopefully but yeah it was glad to see him back um collaborate with everybody and the the things he was doing with everybody backstage i wish randy could have been there but he's in yeah but it was good seeing yeah. him the video he did the tribute and like talking about him triple h i think db um daniel bryan big show even showed up that was pretty cool AEW guys big and show Christian, was there big show um he gave a video he gave him daniel bryan and chris jericho did a video for Cena. Wow. That's awesome. A, they're in AEW now. They're in AEW. Yeah. So they kind of forbidden door had a, cause that was the name of the That's class. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I don't know. Are we done with news? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking of news regarding AEW, you know, our boy is the interim champ since punk is on the shelf right now. That boy, John Moxley, you know, the shield. Is, yes, sir. Even though the shield is no more, they're still on top. John Moxley's they're AEW still champ. On top. And they just got our boy Cesaro. Cesaro's yep, gonna. It sure did. Cesaro was all elite. So oh my God, I saw the match. Oh my God, this is, oh. Cesaro, Cesaro's gonna do wonders in AEW. I can't wait to see that. Um, yeah, I hope so, man. Exciting times. Exciting times for real. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, last thing I'll say, you know, I, I 
everything you said on on John Cena, absolutely. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with him in these last you know couple years that they have a talent like John. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see how this goes. But guys, it's time. Let's get into it. Money in the bank. One of WWE's premier pay-per-views um, behind, you know, of course, the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. I say Money in the Bank takes that fourth spot. It it's 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 scorched earth. It's groundbreaking um, storytelling because you know the Money in the Bank. The person gets that contract, they can cash in for a title match any time they want, man. And like they said in the show, there's been some crazy ass uh, cash ins. You know, most one of the most notable ones, Seth Rollins. You know, stealing the title from Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in the in the main event of WrestleMania 31. Like, you know, stuff like that. So this is this is why this is one of my favorites. I was really excited for this uh, for the show. So let's get into it. Um, I know you didn't watch the pre-show. I caught, I watched it because honestly, I'm not. I don't watch the Raw SmackDown week to week. I try sometimes. I catch sometimes. I don't. So mm-hmm. that's why I make it a point to watch the pre-show because it just it just refreshes you on every all the matches going in the, the storyline yeah. and stuff like that and so i'm really glad they do because i feel like they they recognize that they've really lost a big chunk of the week-to-week fan but by doing an hour-long pre-show where we just like all right here are the matches here's here's what it is and we package it up and kind of like a raw talk type deal that mm-hmm. it's really cool you know it, and it's just like regular sports you know you, you go into the pre to pre-game and you see and they talk about the teams the stories going into the games you know all that stuff so um i watched the pre-show it was really cool um you know your normal your normal uh lineup you had booker t uh kyla braxton i don't remember the irish guy's name uh pete rosenberg um and jbl of course uh it was really cool we had a really funny spot from the street profits coming in and talking to them and you know hyping things up but other than that like that was really the pre-show nothing too crazy well, let's get into the first match of the night. Start off with a bang. Wimp, the women's money in the bank match. It featured big time Bex, Becky Lynch, Sachi, Alexa Bliss, Raquel Rodriguez, Oscar, Lacey Evans. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Mm, Becky, Sachi. Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. Yeah. Becky Lynch, Sotsi, Alexa Bliss, Raquel Rodriguez, Oscar, Lacey Evans, and Liv Morgan. And the winner of this match, the Miss Money in the Bank. My girl, my doll, Liv Morgan wins the Money in the Bank contract. Slick Rob, what were your thoughts on this match, my friend? Oh, um, very very and i again one more time very entertaining um i just want to say this becky lynch is just getting started she's going to be here for a while she was my highlight of the match um her and raquel probably were my highlights of the match they um raquel doing being just a straight powerhouse like she is and then becky lynch just at one point, giving each other woman the work, I was like, bruh, this is like chef's kiss. This is sensational. It was so cool seeing that. I really did enjoy. Um, I think I one thing I enjoyed is when how they all like the big like, oh, shit factor moments, especially when um, was it when Shotzi banged her head across the ladder? No, mm. no, 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 no. She banged her head across the ladder. But when Liv Morgan 
did that reverse senton power bomb off the top of that really big ladder ladder onto yes. the floor. I was like, mm. I could have watched that like I could replay that like five times. It was so gross. Bro. I was like, bro, damn. Bringing it kind of back to to what you were saying about Becky, yeah, like Becky, there were it was very clear in that match like who your vets were and like who the people like you know who weren't the vets. Cause just like Becky and Asuka and even Alexa Bliss, like they the way that they just like tackled that match and the way that they were so like methodic and moving through that match, you could tell like all right, they've been here, they know what to do. Um, you know, honestly for me, this 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 match had a lot of botched moves, bro. Like it was a lot of spots that just were completely just fucked. And honestly, it's because like like it was it definitely was a couple on um my girl Raquel Rodriguez, who I was happy to see in this match, you know, she just got called up from NXT, was a major powerhouse for them and, and major um top star for them. Um, now she's on SmackDown. And, you know, they wanted to sh- make her look as strong as possible because that's her thing. She's, you know, strong as fuck. And so, um, you know, they wanted to, you know, show her strength off. But, you know, there was a couple spots where, you know, people weren't in the right place. So it kind of like just made it look wonky as hell. Like I'm thinking about the deadlift spot where she like lifted the ladder and she had, I think it was Shotzi and Liv, I believe it was. And she had them on the ladder and tried to deadlift and then like drop it. And it like, I think Shotzi was too far on the other side. And like um, Raquel was trying to pick up from the wrong, from the wrong uh, rings of the ladder. And it just looked weird and it barely came, comes up and she drops it and look, just looks terrible. And there was a, a few spots like that where I was just like, bro, like if this was done right. And the one spot that happened that went perfectly was the ending of the match where Liv, you know, is falling off the ladder but catches the, the top rope with their foot and pushes the ladder back and comes back in with the knee and hit. I think it was it Lacey Evans she hit? I think it was Lacey she had, she had hit with that knee and it climbs up and wins the match. But that was the one spot she needed to go right, and it did go right, which I really enjoyed. Um, who what else, man? Oh, Shotzi. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember if it was if it was Lacey or not. I th- but no, no, I think it was her. Okay, that's what I'm thinking it was. It was somebody blonde. Um, Shotzi though, Shotzi was a, a fireball in that match, bro. She would get like all types of punishment and just pop back up. Like somebody be climbing the ladder, here comes Shotzi. I'm like, bro, like that's Sensei's girl, and like, I'm, bro, me neither. <laughs> like when me. her neck slapped on that ladder, I said, mmm, I said, mmm. Me neither. Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez is nice though. Like I, I do want to, I do want to reiterate that. Uh, really, like you said, the match was entertaining. They just like there was a lot of like botch spots that really like, you know, were knocking down the score for me personally. Um, but honestly, I, I really enjoyed that match. Yeah, I love. I enjoy and Liv Morgan, you deserve it. Like literally, the outcry from the crowd and other superstars. Like let let everybody know. Like you deserve this. Like they've been trying to push her and, and give her some stuff. Although throughout this match, I see why it's taking this long. You know, she's still not as like she. I don't think she'll ever be a Becky or a Sasha or a Bailey in ring. But you know, they keep working with her and you know, getting putting the title on her. Like it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, a solid pick for Money in the Bank. Who did you think was gonna win going in? I thought it was gonna be Liv Morgan, honestly. Really? Be- okay. Yeah, because um, due to the fact Rhea, um, due to her injury, could make Money in the Bank. Um, I do believe it would have been a perfect for storylines for later on. Her and Rhea have yeah. this rivalry. I do believe this group with Rhea, um, 
our boy, my boy Finn Balor and that boy Priest, I do believe they're going to be getting gold soon. They're just not going to be terrorizing because there's like, there's two of those people that are rising stars that are going to be going to be phases of the company soon. That's Rhea Ripley and that boy Damian Priest. So I don't believe you just put them with a, a real strong vet like Finn Balor for nothing. You're going to give them gold soon. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I do believe Liv winning that title, even though it's the SmackDown women's title, um, I do believe it'll be setting up a rivalry between her and um Rhea in a bit, um, for sure. Okay. Like I But like, see that's I, my concern. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I did I did see that I wanted I wanted Liv Morgan to get her shot, like, you know, sooner than later. So I was like, bro, this this is a good time. You just broke her up with, with um with Rhea and then Rhea couldn't go for money in the bank. I'm like, bro, this is perfect. Yeah. Could set up a good storyline sooner than later. So yeah, I I was happy. I expected her to win. If not her, Got you. then my surprise, my surprise was definitely my girl um Alexa. Alexa. Just yeah. that's, my, that's my baby. And she's back now. So yeah. That's where that's where I was going. Uh I probably was gonna go Becky, Oscar, or or um Alexa. Um given something that happens later in the show, I understand why it probably wasn't Alexa. Um and then Oscar, of course, has won it, and so has Becky. Uh, has Becky won Money in the Bank? Becky, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, also three like past, you know, three former Money in the Bank women, women's Money in the Bank winners were in this match. That was cool. Uh, and then like before the show, I think it was Corey Graves. He was like, uh, Alexa Bliss, the most decorated uh star in the match, and I was like, damn, because Becky's in that match. So I'm like, damn. But like people forget before before like um you know her thing with the fiend and like that Alexa Bliss was running that bitch real. Like Alexa yeah. Bliss was running raw. Like Alexa, Alexa Bliss was like that. That's that's my that's my girl. She she's like that. Okay. Like don't don't let Lily and them fool you, bro. Like Alexa Bliss used to run this shit. So oh God. uh bro. Uh moving on to, oh, all right, so let's get this let's get this bad boy out of five ranking, man. Who who are you giving the women's money in the bank? I gave it a three point five. Okay. Yeah, I'm by, I'm with you at like a three point five out of five. You know, like just those botch moves, man, just really kind of kind of salted the experience for me. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next match, the United States Championship match. The United States Championship, the United States Champion Austin Theory defends his title against the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Um, going in, it's Bobby Lashley. Like I had I had no faith in Austin Theory to win, especially clean. Ain't no, I'm sorry. Like, WWE, y'all have Bobby Lashley. Like, any match y'all put him in, y'all are going to be really hard-pressed to convince anybody they really pin in that man. That man is a beast. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, very few superstars I can see him, like, standing face-to-face with and I'll be like, all right, yeah, he probably loses in this match. No, bro. And then Austin Theory, like, I get it. Especially now how the show ended. But, like, I get it. But, like, bro, <laughs> Bobby, it's like, when Bob, it's like when Bobby faced The Miz for the WWE title. I was like, okay, so Bobby's going to be champion tonight. Cool. Mm-hmm. Bro. but honestly the match was fine like they made it somewhat believable with the time that they had or whatever like that that was fine like at least at least they made it somewhat believable what did you think bro i was huh, i was just happy i'm like bro i'm like don't do no bs and have theory run away i'm like just let bobby be bobby and they did that right bro. oh speaking of bobby lashley did defeat austin theory with the hurt locker to win the u.s title bro and he did it in unbelievable fashion didn't even take a minute I said, bro, this is what I, bro, I almost cried tears of joy. I'm like, bro, my boy's back. He's on top. They're not playing with my boy. Absolutely, bro. I'm telling you, one of my favorite, 
Yeah, one of my favorite WWE title stints is when, when it was on Bobby because Bobby was just a straight G. But I do hope this kind of breeds like uh, a little, uh, another like really cool feud between him and MVP because everybody knows MVP is one of the best US champions ever. So, you know, could we see that again? Uh, we can talk about that a little bit later. But honestly, not much, not much on this match. Bobby Lashley, you know, deservedly and like rightfully so defeats Austin Theory for the for the US title. Um, out of five. Let me get a let me let me let me get a let me get a three let me let me get a three point five because I just wish it was longer. Um yeah, I was at a three, but since Bobby actually won, like throughout the match, I was like, I'm gonna give it a three because this could be better. But when you cause I thought theory was gonna win, but when Bobby just straight I said thank you. I get I'm sitting at a three point five as well. Like cause my boy okay. dogged that man and it was beautiful to see. <laughs> nice, nice. Moving on to the next match of the night, the Raw Women's Championship match. Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE, defends her title against Carmella. Mella is money. I agree with that wholeheartedly, personally. Like, <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, the look, the talent, the mic skills, Carmella's got it all. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like I remember when Car- Carmella was kind of a top star, like right up under like Alexa Bliss, that like. She's under that like Alexa Bliss, early Bailey kind of area, but like she did her thing. She's got a she's had a title on her. She's won the Money in the Bank, and she was she's really entertaining and she's fine as hell. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm sorry, like she's fine as hell. Mm-hmm. So she's got it all, and she ate in this match. Like it, we've seen Bianca and Carmella so many times, so it kind of salters the moment. But both of these stars, like the EST of WWE, y'all know how we feel about her. Like, yes, all of that true EST of everything, but um i really enjoyed this match i didn't really like the ending in terms of like um oh sorry about that y'all did it again bianca belair retained um uh, the title against carmella with the kod um i enjoyed the match it's just like just kind of like build up i feel like this was a build up carmella a little bit more it kind of put her back on the on the top spot which i'm definitely cool with what do you think i'm kind of along the same veins that's exactly how i felt when carmella got the opportunity i said bro let's get it like I've always enjoyed Carmella, especially when she was with my baby. My baby going to come back, y'all. Just wait on it. But when she was with my baby, Zelina, I loved them too. And like, I'm glad seeing her just back in singles competition. So entertaining. Like, great mic skills. Like you said, fine as hell. Shout out to that boy, Corey Grace, for having literally one of the funniest commentating sessions I've ever heard in his career. <laughs> especially at the end when Carmella lost. He's like, so what am I supposed to do with this whole bottle? Oh, give it to Bianca. I, hope. I was like, bruh. Y'all, bro, when he was like, they was like, which after she attacked Bianca Belair, uh, she, uh, what was it? Byron was like, uh, bro, you know, she's so who's gonna check her? And then Corey was like, hey, I'll check her later. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Corey, Corey was like, I'll check her later. She just needs, bro. To- and Corey was like, earlier on in the match, Corey was like, bro, she was like, uh, Carmella looks spectacular. I was like, yeah, you better cake for your woman. You better. Oh God, he was giving the word. He was like, "Look, he was like, you know how good you got to look for this celebration we gonna have tonight." I said, "See, I said, see this." Is, I'm like, "See this? Is why I like this, this man? Is Corey. Why he's speaking the facts, bro? He grows on me. Corey's eye. Byron is just Byron sucks, but uh, Corey, Corey, Corey does his thing every once in a while. Yeah. Um, out of five, I'm gonna go ahead and sit. I'm still sitting at like a three point seven five. Like, it wasn't too nothing too crazy. I gave this match a three point five. Because uh, it was probably because, like, 
even in the end of the match when she attacked her, I was like, mm, Carmella with the sassiness. I actually enjoyed seeing that. Because, like, I missed that real feisty side of Carmella. Carmella used to, she kind of... She kind of got into this whole mel of a little bit soft, a little shallow, but now she's back on her feisty side, especially when they was talking trash to each other. I said, bro, I need that. Like, and I'm glad she's yeah. back doing that. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, moving on to the next match. Uh, actually, we're not going to go to the next match. This is the little commercial break that we got. Uh, Alexa Bliss talking to Lily about all of her frivolous purchases. Yes, the doll. Um, and then it's uh, revealed that this is a commercial for the WWE Capital One cashback card. It was a uh, wow, that was bad. And I heard uh, I saw on Twitter it was met with tons of booze. I just don't know why you like do that like that. Uh, uh, it was gross. It was gross. Didn't like it. Uh, but anything, any thoughts on that before we move on? I ain't gonna lie, bro. When I when I saw her walk in the back, um, I I logged out of Peacock real quick and um went to get something to eat because I wasn't interested. <laughs> I'm not even lying, so I did watch. It. Hey, nah, fair, <laughs> fair. I just happened to be sitting there and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, next one, probably I'd say arguably probably one of the best net matches of the night, straight up. Um, the undisputed tag team championship match, tag team champions, the Usos, we the ones. Versus the street poppets who want the smoke. Point blank period. This match fucking eight. Point blank period. This match is, this match is damn near perfect. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Like, like Angelo Dawkins and um, Montez Porter. That's not his name. Montez. Montez Ford. Uh, Montez Ford. Stars. 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 And the Usos. The Usos do Uso things. Like I, I was watching the Usos and I was just like, as good as this match is, this is just what these, this is what they do. Like I'm, I'm not like surprised. I wasn't surprised that either team was five, but just like this is just what they do. The the spots and even though like, you go into the the matches with the Bloodline members and you're like, all right, obviously they're gonna win the match. You know they're gonna try to hold these titles for as long as possible. But when I'm watching the tag team, I like I always think like, bro, they could lose these tonight. Like if anybody in the Bloodline could lose, it's the Usos. And they always do it, almost, bro. And they beat them clean. Like, they beat them clean. There was no cheating. Like, they beat them clean. But it was just, ugh. Ah, bro, your thoughts. Well, they didn't beat them clean because Montez's shoulder was up. But that was a missed call by the ref. But still, technically clean, but technically not clean. That's going to build up to possibly Like an accident or like rematch at SummerSlam? Rematch at SummerSlam, for sure. Definitely. Got you. Okay. They're good. I really enjoyed the match. I knew this match was going to eat because I'm like, bro, Montez has been putting in the work. He's been putting in the work. He's been putting in the work. And I know facts. These boys are going to shine. I, boy, I was on the edge of my seat the entire match, especially those late, those late calls. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, don't play with me, WWE. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure the Usos is going to retain. But when my boy Montez, Bro, straight my up, God! When he did it again, because I've seen it, him, I've seen him do it four times now. When he straight up dived over the rope, clean, and just went straight on the boys, and then took—I believe he took Jay in the ring. They hit the finish. I'm like, bro, bro, I'm like, it's done. We like me and my roommates are standing up in the living room, like it's done, it's over. <laughs> and Jimmy at that last second got in. I was like, 
That's Bruh. when I was like, bro, there's no way they can win this Dog. match. But when they kicked out of the the double the double the double the, um the double the, super the, kick the double super kick, I was like, bro, there's no way. Like I was convinced. I was like, bro, WWE, you got to give it to me now, because bro, the Street Profits, I love them as tag team champs, bro. I really did. And they uh, have to honestly, like you, you're right. They they really need to put the belts on them. And like honestly, if they they weren't doing the bloodline and that was going as well it was, they would have they would have been champions right now. Like they're that good. But SummerSlam, I think, would be the perfect place to put the belt on them and give the Usos some adversity and then put the belt back on them because I'm pretty sure we'll get to Roman Reigns and all that later. But, um, nah, all in all, bro, this, this match, eight, honestly, I'm going five out of five. Yeah, this oh yeah, this was a five-star match. Honestly, hot take for me after watching, I said, this is going to be considered for match of the year. Sorry. It is. It has to be. It and, has and, to be. And let's... let's we're not even gonna talk about how the street pop the street pop is continually do this because we let's not forget they didn't they didn't eat during WrestleMania. They ate during WrestleMania. They ate um when I saw when we went to see them at Raw. Oh my God, yep. that match was fire. It, they them boys they just they continually and Angelo like and that. Montez and, just they continue just to be great stars and and last thing before we move on, uh, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, it'll never not be cool when he jumps over the the post. Onto the floor, it'll never not be cool. Cause like, bro, he the air he be getting, I'd be like, dog, and what? He put more weight on him too. He put twenty extra pounds on himself, bro. Bro, beast. <laughs> uh, yeah, five out of five, of course. Uh, the Usos do retain the titles, you know, of course, cause they the ones. But honestly, like, they should not be mad going into this next match. I'm excited. When they were in the ring at the end, I, th- I thought they were gonna like break the team up, and I was like, WWE, I swear, I swear, I, 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 I will unsubscribe from Peacock right now. I promise you. Um, uh, but yeah. moving on to the next match of the night, the SmackDown Women's Championship match, the SmackDown Women's Champion Ronda Rousey uh, versus Natalia. Um, Ronda Rousey retained via submission, but, but wait, there's more. Liv, Mu- Liv Morgan's music hits. She runs down with her briefcase. She cashes in the money in the bank, uh, and she cashes in on, on uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey does get her in, a, in the ankle lock, but that is not enough. Liv Morgan, uh, gets her in a roll-up pin, pins her, and wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. Your thoughts on this match? Oh, uh, I enjoyed it. I really did. Like, I really enjoyed the match with Natty because, like, I know Natty's one of the few that can bring out the really best in Ronda because she helped train Ronda going into WWE. So I love the storyline there. Um, I saw the build up from the beginning, so I was like, "This is going to be a good match." Um, very technical, sound submission type people. I love seeing just general old school wrestling, like takedowns, yeah. like roll ups. So like, it was good seeing that. Um, Ronda has gotten so much better in ring shout out to you know our um our girl Shayna baszler for taking her back out to the gridiron and helping her use the whole ring to her advantage the all the reversals in this match from both women from natty and ronda were so cool um the pacing was like was i I wasn't surprised i wish the pacing could have been a little bit faster with them but that's how they both wrestle so it's always good seeing that um the trash talking oh my god i was like natty you trash talking. She was calling her shit, bitch. Whatever. I'm like, mmm. They was both just I love when they two when them two trash talking matches. It's so funny, very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Um, and then Liv. I saw honestly, when Liv didn't cash in on I, I thought Liv was gonna cash in on Bianca. I thought that's what was yeah. gonna happen. But when it didn't, yeah. and I was like, mm, 
I'm like, maybe she might. I was like, nah, she's not going to. And then the music hit. I was like, oh, well, never mind. I was like, whoa. I'm like, okay. I, we were all like perked up. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, let's get it. Let's get it. Like, I was like, there's no way she doesn't get this. So she got it. And I was yeah. like, sensational. Like, perfect. Yeah. It, was, it was perfect. It was it was a heist. It was it was a heist for real. She got her at the right time. I, and then I like that Ronda Rousey in the end was like, hey, you deserve it. Like, here's your hug. Like, do your thing. Uh, cause honestly, like we all know, like so, come Slummer Slammer, whatever you like, you know, Ronda will remind Liv, like, hey, you know, you deserved it. You did a good thing, but like you cashed it on me, and like I want it back. So SummerSlam, and then Liv will have to like that's my thing. Like Liv, I'm cool with her being champ. It's just like I don't know, like in ring, how many like there's a lot of people up in that ring that like ain't no way that like Liv's beating them. Like I'm sorry. Like I love Liv, you know that's my girl. But like, bro, you put her up against Charlotte, taxed. You put her up against Oscar, taxed. You put her up against Bianca, taxed. Be- Becky, taxed. Like Bailey, taxed. So it's like, I love it, but is she like she's gonna have to really like prove that like she is gonna be a strong fighting champ, you know? Like, you know, going into with Beck with Bianca, you didn't have those concerns. I have these concerns with Liv. And I I really hope that you know they're able to to make something happen. Um, back kind of towards the match uh, t- sort of things between Natty and Ronda. Enjoyed it. Ron Natty, you know, has an unrivaled work ethic. I like the storyline build up. Uh, I would have liked to seen a longer build up because I think there definitely is a lot that could be you know tackled in with within like a a feud between Natty and Ronda. Like playing more with that like. You know, Rhonda's, you know, family woman, she came in kind of like taking take WB and then Natty feeling like she's owed a lot of things because of how long she's been there and how much she sacrificed to be a, to be at the spot that she's in. Uh, so, like, I feel like there was more story things that we could have done and I hope we get to see more. Um, I could definitely see another Natty run. Like, I want Natty to um, to reinvigorate the Hart Foundation, uh, honestly, but I probably won't know that won't happen. But then what happened? So is her and Cora Jade not happening anymore on NXT? Which I completely called, by the way. What's up? It, uh, is the feud between her and Cora Jade uh, on NXT still happening? Even though I completely called uh, them working no, together. No, I believe that feud ended like a month and a half ago. It they could like I I can't remember exactly last last thing that happened when they were when they were feuding, but I think it's taking a heist for a second. But I, it, it's probably going to return. It's probably okay. going to return okay. the cap. Okay. Natty's definitely going okay. to go back over there. It's, it, it, it's it's needed. It's needed for sure. Got you. Um, out of five for this match, um, I'm 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 back at like a three five out of for this match. To be honest, I gave it um, I gave it a four just because at the end, well for the match it was like a three point five, but when Liv came in and cashed in, I was like, okay, this hits a four because fair, I, fair, kind of, kind of, that's kind of what I wanted. <laughs> Very fair. And like last thing, I do agree with you. I love the as the part um where they added a lot of like technical submission. I love that the match ended in a submission. I know Sensei loved that because I know he loves his submissions. Uh so I love that uh they and then like the way that they were like going in and out was really cool of like the going into the ankle lock or the, the arm bar and then like countering into a sharpshooter. Gas. Although I kinda wanted a Stone Cold Steve Austin like Bret Hart moment where like Natty gets her in the sharpshooter and like makes ronda like seriously consider like tapping out um but it's ronda rousey in the wwe she's never tapping out I, like so uh like she's never tapping out 
Um, but moving into the next part of the night, not with a match, but we got a really interesting vignette, kind of like fire, broody, candles, very eerie, very scary, possible fiend return, possible Bray Wyatt return. What do you, you what did you think of the vignette? Did you see it? I saw like a few seconds of it. Okay. Um, and I was like, what the hell? I was real I was generally confused and it took me a minute to think and I was just like when they started when the when the commentator started talking, I was like, Maybe this is like maybe possibly really is the fiend. I don't know. Cause it was weird, but yeah, possibly could be a Bray Wyatt fiend thing. I saw that going all over Twitter, so I was like, Yeah, that possibly could be it. Cause it was very eerie. So I was like, if there's anything eerie, it's that man, Bray Wyatt or the fiend. So yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him come back. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm excited to see what what that what that looks like. You know, hopefully SummerSlam, we get a little bit more answers. Uh, that'll be really, really cool. But moving into the final match, the main event of the night, the men's money in the bank ladder match, which featured Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Madcap Moss, Seth freaking Rollins, Omos, Riddle, Sami Zayn, and added by WWE official, what's that guy's name? Which one? Adrian Pierce. Um, and added right before the match, WWE official Adrian Pierce announced that Theory would be added to the match. And just like everybody thought after he lost the title to Bobby Lashley, Theory wins the money in the bank contract. Um, what... Did you think of this match? Mm. This match was so enjoyable, just like the women's. Mainly my boy, bro. Like I, I remember I texted. I think I met. Yeah, it was like I think I texted you and Sensei or whatever, and I was like, bro, I just need Omos to straight up dog these boys for a bit, like, like really just be the big man. And he did. Like the beginning of the match, Omos took out everyone, including Sami Zayn at the end, because Sami Zayn was trying to hide. Oh my God, I enjoyed See, that. My issue with Omos, though, is like I'm cool with Omos being the monster of men and, you know, being the the Nigerian giant. But like the difference between him and another giant, another one of my favorite giants in Braun Strowman is that they have to make Omos look big. Braun Strowman made himself look big. Like his ability and the way he moved in the match and as quick as he moved, as, as fast as he moved, um, it made him look big and made him look strong. That's why he was able to get propelled to the top star and universal titles and mania and all that stuff. That's why he was as big as he was. Omos right now won't get there because Omos is just like he's as stiff as like the great Kali in the big show where when they were when they were doing those type of giants. So I'm like, mm, I want it to happen. I'm just like, give me a match where Omos shows like some real wrestling ability. Well, see, the thing is that all comes with training because Omos, when he first came in, he wasn't trained. Omos hasn't, his training in for wrestling is only in a span of two and a half years. So that is going to take time. But what's special about Omos and why I say he will be getting there soon is because the interesting thing, when Big Show first came in the WWE, well, it was WWF at the time, well, in WCW, whatever. Big Show was like Braun Strowman. He was big and he moved like Braun Strowman, but he put a lot of weight on him. And Big Show became like the Big Show we know now. So, like one thing I love about Omas is he um 
the one thing that I really did enjoy is like they just it what works well with him, he sells everything so well. I'm like that's that's like the biggest thing to even be a superstar. You can have all the athleticism in the world, but if you cannot sell anything, you ain't shit, respectfully. So um Omas is able to sell everything perfectly. Like I just love his reactions when people try to tackle him. He's like, no, 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 no. He reminds me of Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. NBA. So like, I no, love. No, see- no, 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 no. Yeah. So I love seeing that, and I loved how they just straight up. When Seth Rollins told the boys, "Hey, pick him up." Hey, bro. Hey, bro. We finna take care of this nigga. Now. That shit. It was bro, fire. When they, yeah, th- they threw him fire. through the, they threw him through the six men picked up. First of all. I think Madcap Boss and Drew McIntyre could have picked up on Boss themselves. It would have took a minute, but they could have. When it, but Seth Rollins was like, "Hey, bro, let's just all, hey, bro, let's just all get this." It threw. Bruh, I just thought about it. That was fine, but it would be so cool if the Bloodline like kind of took vestiges of the Shield and started triple power bombing niggas. Bruh. Seth Rollins. Ooh, that would. Oh, I would that would be kind of cool. That, I'm that not even be- gonna lie. That would be clean. That would be clean. And you just you get the you get that kind of like dog mentality back from Roman Reigns where he just goes and he's and he's in the middle. He just like, bro. That would be so cool. I lost my and then when they I can't even lie when they straight up just threw all them ladders on Omos. I said, bro, this shit too. Funny. Yeah, that was cool too. I've never that was seen, cool too. I haven't seen that before. So when they just straight up was like, yep, taking him out, bro. Like, but Seth Rock, um, I love Seth, Seth Rock. Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins, man. That's all I have to he, say. He, he does his job, bro. Bro, when he took that RKO from Riddle, Riddle, about right. the top ladder, beautiful. Yes. Although I hate Riddle's RKO. It's just, it's not like it. It looks, it looks so trained. Like it don't look, it don't look seamless. Like when Ori hit the RKO, bro, it'd be like, oh, like it just, ah, it just happens. This one it just, it's, it's really, it's really, I don't know, tight. I don't know what what, what to call he, it, but. He, he does it like Diamond Dallas Page did, because Randy Orton, that was originally yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. Like, he hits it like Diamond Dallas Page, what made Randy Orton special with it. It's literally unexpected. Cutter. It's like the Sweet Chin music. The two number one finishers of all time will be Sweet Chin music and RKO, in my opinion, because you will never see them coming. So, no. and like Riddle, it definitely looks a little bit trained. Um, But this was definitely his best RKO he's ever done, because that took a lot of timing and so hit that move perfectly and not really injure the person, you had to hit it perfectly. And him and Seth, Seth was the perfect yeah. person to get the RKO. Just I was like, yeah. Um, Sami Zayn was funny in this match. I like that he was trying to hide behind the post, and then that he was like not trying to uh cash. Like he said, if he won, he would not cash in on. I'm Roman not cashing Reigns, in. I thought I'm just that was kind of funny. I was like, bro, sensational. <laughs> oh yeah, sensational. Um, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, dogs. They fight. I love it. Uh, I'm, the more I watch Drew McIntyre, I'm like, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that guy. He's a good guy. He's a good wrestler. I like Drew McIntyre a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus going to fight. Like, that's that's period. Sheamus going to fight. Like, it, that is what it is. Uh, I love it. Also, like Madcap Moss, I, like, a lot of people didn't like. I like Madcap Moss a lot. I think they could do a lot with Madcap Moss if they, like, cultivate him correctly. Um, he's he's going to be cool. If he was a tad bit taller, perfect, bro. And that's crazy. There's so many superstars that I was looking at last night, and I was like, bro, if there's not, if there's one, if you had, if one, this one thing wasn't like an issue with you, you'd be a top guy. You're a perfect wrestler. Madcap Moss, if he was just a little bit taller, perfect. Uh, Riddler, Riddler, wow. Are you talking about Riddle? Riddle, yeah. Riddle, uh, if Riddle didn't have 
the voice issues that he has, Riddler is perfect. Riddler's our perfect, perfect superstar. I love Riddle. I, so. I like Riddle a lot. Like I, I didn't like him at first. Uh, he's growing on me more and more every day. Um, you know, and it's it's gonna take time with a lot of these guys. But honestly, this match was fine at the very least. There was a, a really some really cool spots. Um, use of ladders, just really really well put together match. There was some things that I was like, I wish it was a little bit longer. Um, I wish that the there were a little more stakes in it in terms of people that were in the match. Like obviously. Going in, I was like, all right, I can see Drew McIntyre winning it. I can see Seth winning it, of course. Um, that was really it. Like, I had no confidence. Like, Dark Horse, maybe Sami Zayn, just to kind of give that ease to Roman Reigns. And, like, because the looming thing that is Money in the Bank automatically puts Roman Reigns in jeopardy. And they don't really want – they like, it's pretty obvious that they're keeping the belts on him until WrestleMania. So, it's like – why even do the money in the bank when you know this was going to happen? So if you put it on Sami Zayn, you can at least be like, all right, well, we know Sami Zayn. Seemingly, of course, he could always, you know, flip the script and do it. But it's Sami Zayn, so it's not, no. But so Sami Zayn could just hold it. Hold it. But, you know, with it going to theory, some, it, could be, it could be as soon as SummerSlam that he's talking about uh, stealing it from Brock and Roman. Which gives me another live situation where I'm like, all right, well, you put Sami, you put theory in front of Roman or Brock. He dies. So, mm, <laughs> mm. Uh, what do you think? Well, and I have this crazy big theory in mind because of theory. So funny. Cliche. But no, nah, like the match itself was so enjoyable. Like we already said. I know for me, I gave it a four out of five um, off of it just because the, 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 the moments, none of them were botched. Like every big moment wasn't really botched for me. One of my yeah. favorites, especially, I've never seen this before, but when Drew McIntyre picked up, bruh, I know we talk about strength, but this is my biggest strength moments in WWE history. When Drew McIntyre was at the bottom, clacked at the bottom of the ladder, he just, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, he muscled that motherfucker up. Yeah, I said, I, said I was like, I'm like, it's official. I'm like, bro, this match is automatically getting a four. I've never seen that because that actually takes yeah. a lot of strength because Sheamus weighs like 270, I think, bro. Yeah, Sheamus down at the end of that that's not easy to do. Drew McIntyre got that strength, and then slamming Omos, Seth Rollins, the RKO. But yeah, like with Theory winning the match, and we all know he was going to win the match, because like I know WWE they try not to be too predictable. But when fans were thinking, okay, Seth wins, cashes in on Brock and Roman, WWE doesn't like to do history repeating itself twice. They've done it before with Edge, but it has to be in an unexpected but real unexpected way. So I was like, yeah, Theory um winning the match makes sense. And honestly, what I think is actually going to happen, like my theory of this whole thing is, because um, we know Theory and Cena might are going to see each other sooner than later. Because Cena, they've been going back and forth on Twitter and all that. I actually think Theory is going to get the Chris Jericho treatment. Because mm. you know Chris Jericho beat the Rock and Stone Cold in one night, correct? Yeah. So I think what's actually going to happen is, the Rock could come back, right? If The Rock comes back for WrestleMania, which everybody believes is going to happen. If The Rock comes back for WrestleMania, actually beats Roman Reigns, and Theory cashes in on The Rock. What if Theory beats Cena at Mania and then turns around and beats The Rock and takes the titles? He's that's, that's Mr. McMahon's new guy. You know a big Whoa. slap in the face to everybody that were Vince McMahon guys, The Rock, Cena, 
even Roman Reigns now, because Vince McMahon's been milking him for how many years? You know how crazy that would be if we saw that. Whoa, whoa! I'm not saying that, that would happen, be, but yeah, that would be insane though. If that you would beat be The like Rock big, and Cena and Mania in the same and night, Roman and, technically, and you basically just got both of the belts. You know how crazy that would be just to see <sighs> niggas that. would hate <laughs> niggas would hate him. That is because he's already a heel, but you want to make him a really big heel if he beats John Cena in a night and then turns around beats the rock the same night doing what chris jericho did like with the rock and stone cold that would be like a oh my god like whoa 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 what is that whoa like are you serious and like if anyone would do it vince mcmahon he's vince mcmahon's boy (laughs) like it's a lot of things but that's what popped in my head as soon as he won the match i'm like I like Theory to be a top guy one day. I just need him to to humble him and get rid of this Theory name. That is that is that name is garbage, man. Like I see it and I see like his logo and like his ring attire. I'm like, bro, this is. He literally, he literally is. Everybody say he's gonna be the next John Cena because John Cena wore that for two years when he first came to WWE. But John Cena Fact. was not I like think Theory. He can be. Theory was no. John Cena, John he was Cena not was- arrogant. John Cena was not arrogant. John Cena was just straight up. I'm gonna kick your ass. Like he was that ruthless aggression. Theory yeah. is, ooh, selfies. Oh, well, you know, it's a new age. We yeah. got selfies, TikTok, yeah. and all that. But, like... But, and that's my question. If you're going to make Theory the top guy, like, I'm cool with Theory being the next top guy, you know, you know, Cena-esque guy. How do you package him to where he's just not Cena? Because I'm like, I'm sure we don't want to see another carbon copy of Cena, and I'm sure Theory doesn't want to be another carbon copy of John Cena. That You know, that was a major issue that Roman Reigns had going early, had on going on. Everybody wanted to make him the next John Cena. And he's like... And it works. It's like, hey, let me be me. I believe I look like and I believe that I can kick everybody ass here. That and I act like that. And it works out great for Roman Reigns. Like, so if you let Theory be himself, but like keeping him keeping it letting him know it, keeping in mind like you're the top guy, you're the face guy. Package that. How do you package that? And so like if they're if they're able to find the balance, bro, it's gonna be perfect. Yeah, because like the thing is, like, you're never going to be able to recreate John Cena. You're never going to be able to recreate all these big guys, The Rock, and all that. So the, absolutely, the, you have to be able to find people that will be able to connect with the audience in a good or a bad way to really just make them captivating. And Theory, can't lie, Theory has mic skills. Honestly, right? He he do he reminds me a lot of a young Chris Jericho. Just Chris Jericho wasn't mm. sitting here on phones and shit, looking like a weirdo. Like I do believe Theory just has to get that humbling experience to like get his ass whooped <laughs> and then it could be getting his cashing in getting his ass whooped by roman reigns and then he's like it could done. be getting his ass whooped by, by john cena bro like oh, yeah. literally like, have him fight cena at SummerSlam. cena whoops that ass like shows him like why he that top guy and then leaves and then he's like comes back from mania and and like uh a train um i'm talking thinking about the boys y'all boys yeah. uh if you haven't seen that go check it out it's so good right now yeah um oh, no, chef's kiss thinking about theory um theory comes back in mania he's like look i'm humbled like you know like i'm gonna whoop your ass and then he beat cena and then like you said it could be could get a little could get cool because he still got the money in the bank he's like you know what i beat cena today let me go cash in and get let me get your title now i'm telling you that's like if they were to up because still my favorite cash in is always going to be seth rollins the heist of the century like i remember watching that I, i was watching that with you and nua and i was like I was like, no way this is finna happen, bro. Against Brock? I'm like, Brock, what was that? Against Brock. And he took I was, it, I was like, like, I couldn't believe it. If they want to up the ante, that is the biggest heist of the century of all time. 
theory against the, like against somebody like the rock i'm just i'm not even i can't i'm not a you know i'm i can't i couldn't be a wwe writer honestly oh i could but i couldn't honestly wwe Bro, vince could. mcmahon would not like my writing i'm just saying that if you want to get crazy i'm just saying because people would, that would be to, wild people would want yeah. to tune in People would want to tune in and be like, bro, what the? Because think what? about it. The, the, Rock, the Rock technically will still get his. He got it. He won the title, Mania. And if he get cashed in on, bro, that would just be so, like, that would be crazy. That would just and then you have, But then at the next pay-per-view, you have to have Theory versus The Rock. Not necessarily. You could get, you can get Roman. Maybe The because you know The Rock ain't going to stay there too long. The Rock yeah. just won't his and keep it pushing. But yeah, I don't know. That was that's just my big theory about it. Honestly, as soon as he wanted, yeah. I'm like, bro, I would love to see that. I um oh, out of five on this match, uh, let me get a let me let me get a four. Yeah, I was out of four as well. Yep. All right, guys. Oh wait, whoa! Implications, bro. Like, bro, we almost forgot our our favorite thing. Implications, bro. Going in, bro. We of course we got SummerSlam coming. Two premium events this month, actually. July 30th, we get uh, SummerSlam. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. And I love in the last couple of years, SummerSlam is really elevated. It's always been kind of a, one of the major uh, major events uh, after WrestleMania. But they really are now treating it like a mid-year WrestleMania. It's held in a giant stadium. It's outside. Um, it's a really big spectacle. They do the whole week of events, all types of stuff. Um, so SummerSlam is kind of a pseudo mania now, and I'm really enjoying that. I'm ready for that. Um, going in, of course, Brock Lesnar returned recently, um, mm-hmm. and he, him, and Roman are writing another chapter in the book. This seems like it'll be the final time that they'll face off. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, in a last man standing match. I'm ready for that. Like, mm-hmm. let's do it. That's that's like last man standing. That, that... last man standing. Oh my god! People forget how good of a match that is. Like, yeah, because because it, it can be as long as an Iron Man, as brutal as a like as a no holds barred, like, yeah, yeah, I, the like two behemoths, bro. It's gonna be gas. It, it's gonna be gas. Yeah, if they, they if they sell it, bro, it's gonna be it could be it could be a pretty big part. Uh, we also po- post the 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 stream on Peacock. Um, Baron Corbin attacked Pat McAfee at commentary and accepted his challenge at SummerSlam. So we will get Pat McAfee versus uh, Happy Corbin. Um, cool. Um, I think Corbin's a good wrestler. I think McAfee against somebody like Corbin could could go well. Like I loved uh, Pat McAfee against Austin Theory at WrestleMania 36. Um, yeah, no, I really am, am ready for that match. And then finally, did you have any thoughts on that? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know how much I love Pat McAfee, so yeah, give me it, and yeah, I need that. I need that. Basically. Fact, fact. Anything Pat McAfee, I need it. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm also, like, we already, we just spent a lot of time talking about this. Cena at SummerSlam, of course. Um, you know, will we see Cena in a match at SummerSlam? Do you think we'll get Cena Theory? Um, I hope so. And I hope, I hope, because obviously, you know, the women's money in the bank is now mute because she cashed in, Liv cashed in and won the title. Um... But I hope they don't try to pull this shit that they've been doing the last couple of years where they're doing in the bank. Briefcake is transferable. Like, you know, Austin Theory could lose it in a match or something like that. Like, nah, keep it on him. It's his for to cash in whenever he wants in the next year. Like, we're not we're not playing these games. 
But I guess in the last couple of years, you have to play those games when you when you let Otis win the Money in the Bank contract. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, any other implications oh, yeah. you wanted to touch on before we rated out of ten? Oh, of course. We forgot the biggest. This is not the biggest one, but that man Logan Paul. We definitely getting him in the Miz. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Logan Paul definitely. Logan Paul versus the Miz. Um, I'm he excited said, I'm coming, for that. I'm coming for you. Logan Paul did sign a deal with WWE, so I'm hoping we get to see. Like, honestly, sorry, sorry y'all. My mic, my mic went out. Can you hear me? Um, I can hear you, but it's a little bit lower. Okay, hold on. What about now? It's good now. All right, let me let me go back. Uh, yeah, Logan Paul actually did sign a deal with WWE, and honestly, I've been saying this since since the news happened. If WWE could, you know, write hundred million dollar uh, contracts and, and go crazy money wise like these major sports uh, plays and like namely boxing, um, Logan Paul and Jake Paul would have probably gravitated closer to WWE because you can fight more, get paid more. But you know, WWE's market is not as big as boxing, and they're making millions and millions of dollars. Um, but I mean, this is right up there. It's right up Logan Paul's alley. He likes to talk shit. He wants to fight. He doesn't really, I, I doubt he really wants to get hurt for real, for real, and like face real people that can really, really hurt him. So this, this, this is the best place for Logan Paul. I'm excited to see what he does. I think he can be a really cool heel. Um, and then especially once you turn Austin Theory face uh, at one, at some point, you know, to kind of usher him into his John Cena era, you know, you're going to need that like arrogant ass, you know, baby face. Cause Logan Paul's just cocky ass white boy. That's all his, that's all his character is. And so, like, I'm excited to see. And he's going up against The Miz, who's the king of that. So, um, The Miz is going to put on a match. Like, I'll never, The Miz, I mean, he already had my respect. But he, had my, he earned my respect even more mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 35 against Shane McMahon when he had a little face run. Um, I'm excited to see what that what that holds for him. Um, yeah, man. I think that's it for me on implications, you? Um, implications. Um, yeah. Well, well, not really big, but. I know Rhea Ripley's coming back, so I pray we get her and Bianca at SummerSlam. That's all I want. That's all I want. Mm. If that can happen, Bianca's got to have a good match. It's not going to be Becky. It's not going to be Oscar. Please let it be Rhea Ripley, guys. We've been asking for it. Me and Quattro have been asking for this for about a minute. So if yeah. we can get that, if Rhea can come back healthy from her injuries, um, don't know. But yeah, I would really love to see that. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Big fat. Nice. Um, Out of 10, let's rank money in the bank. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten, bro. Like I, it was one of the one of the better pay per views they they've had. To be real yeah. honest with you, I'm right with you. Eight out of ten for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Eight out of ten for money in the bank. Let's go on to the close of the show. You can check me out on my other podcast with my co-host Fly Guy Ty called Brackets and B-Rolls. You can find us on Instagram at Brackets underscore B-Rolls. You can find us on Twitter at Brackets underscore B-Rolls. Um, if you want to check me out on the socials, bro, you can catch me on Instagram at Quattro with the period between the C and the U. You can catch me on Twitter at Quattro IV with an underscore in between all of it. No period like on Instagram. Uh, Slick Rob, where can I find you? You can find me on Instagram. Slick with two Ks underscore Rob, two Bs underscore on Instagram. And also check out my YouTube channel, Dobe Gang, D-O-B-E Gang. Check us out there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that is it for me. Thank you, 
everybody that is listening to this episode. Thank y'all for being with us and checking us out. We got a really dope ass Obi-Wan Kenobi review that Slick Rob and DJ Newell worked on. That's coming out next week. Uh, Slick Rob, again, congratulations on Stranger Things, bro. Y'all oh, yeah, did yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. That was oh, sick, bro. I got I got to catch up on volume. I got to watch volume two this weekend. Um, I'm excited. Really happy for you and that opportunity. Uh, guys, love y'all. Do something nice for somebody. Choose greatness every day. And uh, Cafeteria Talk, we are out.